Welcome to Unique and Upcoming, a music show where we highlight one band or artist and listen through some of their songs and find out more about them from a member of the band. I'm your host Jacob Fung, with me today in the studio is Nick Liebman. Today's band is Night Swimming, a self-described emo gaze band from the south of the UK. Before we begin, Nick, have you ever heard of shoegaze? I have not. From what I know, it's a sub-genre of emo music. Well, I'm sure as a fan of emo music, this is going to be something you enjoy. Coming up next is Tusk by Night Swimming. Yeah. 
listening to Burst, Bournemouth Internet Radio Station. And that was just Tusk by Night Swimming. Nick, thoughts on that? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So someone who doesn't know what shoegazing is, I am really vibing on the kind of like trippy atmosphere I suppose the song puts forth. What do you think the song's about? Based off the name, there is a there's a movie by Kevin Smith called Tusk. Are you are you familiar with the film? No, I'm not at all. It's a movie where a man kidnaps another guy and then slowly turns him into a walrus, and the film's called Tusk. Oh, okay, that's very odd. I just thought it was like sort of like being an elephant in the room. Something to do with ivory. Yeah, something, something elephant-themed. It's kind of just sound like a wall of sound. It's slow, but I could mosh to it, if that makes sense. Very opposite things. I don't, I don't see how that's a real thing. But yeah, I mean, I'd agree with it. I was, head ball- I was head thrashing in the studio. Jacob can confirm that. I'm really excited to hear more of their music. Well, up next, we've got a song called TV. It's a, it follows a similar vein, but I think it's something you may enjoy as well.
So that was just TV by Night Swimming. Thoughts about that, Nick? Very similar to what I said before on the last song. It's very soft in some respects, but it hits really hard, and I really am enjoying that. It was a lot heavier, but I thought they sounded very similar, the two songs. Dude, I'm, I'm, I was head bashing through the whole thing, so I'm really vibing. I really like the guitar on that one. Just sort of like, when it hit, you had that sort of like whammy effect, and then it was like really heavy at one point. I don't know what it's called, but I'm a sucker. When like, you know, the song kind of stops, and then it goes again, but it hits hard. So I, I, like I said, I love it. So we've just listened to two tracks by Night Swimming. But to learn more about the band, we have Ashwin Bandari, the lead singer. Welcome, Ashwin. How you doing? Good. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about the band? So how long has Night Swimming been a band? So funny story about that. I had just finished uni and I had a few months left, um, basically left in London. I wasn't happy with being kicked out of um, a band in uni because of various disputes and stuff, but basically I only had to drum from there, but I didn't really get much creative input. So I got one of my friends, uh, who I met through uni. We were actually in a really shitty metalcore band in first year. And then we basically did an advertisement online and we found Lewis. At the time, we didn't realize they were 15. <laughs> they told us that they were at least 16, which is the threshold. Uh, um, they did like three practices with us and didn't word until about the fourth or so. Then, yeah, we were a three-piece. Eventually, we went through several drummers because before then I was drumming and singing at the same time, and now we are a five-piece. So who makes up Night Swimming? So Kai is on drums, Joe is on bass, Aiden is on guitar, formerly of bass, but is doing a much better job on guitar. Lewis does guitar and occasional vocals, and then I just do all the vocal stuff, basically. Okay, so you're a five-piece. Yeah. So how did you meet all the band members? Yeah, so like I said, I met Aiden in my first year of uni. Lewis, we did an advert on, essentially, on UK Emo Grunge, and then that's basically how we met them. Ty was actually quite a big fan of us before he joined the band, so actually, I think it was that show that you first saw me. You probably might have met him at that show or whatever, but Joe, I actually can't remember how we got introduced, but he's been in the band since March or so. So who's sort of the driving force behind the band? Who comes up with the songs and or is it more a collaborative process? Lewis usually comes up with the riffs, etc. I will constantly have loads of different ideas for stuff with lyrics in my notepad section of my phone. Basically, we just kind of jam it out together in practice. Uh, and sometimes that can manifest into like different versions of songs that we can play live, and then it gives us a chance to sort of piss about with them still until we're satisfied with it being recording. But yeah, that's the general process of stuff. So would you say you tailor the songs for more of a live audience or more of a recorded audience? I would say we kind of want both experiences to be in tandem. It's not like we want a different experience from having a recording thing to being live. There's definitely a, like a level of intensity live that you might not get necessarily on recording, but I don't always know if that's always like the desired effect from certain songs. I tend to end up going a bit overboard with um, 
some of the softer songs purely because like if I'm actually trying to hit high notes from songs that we did a few years ago and I can't reach them, I end up just shrieking over <laughs> that section instead. And for the most part, the audience can't really tell that often, but I know it's there and it's a bit of a pain in the ass. But for the most part, I think both, both experiences are kind of, yeah, though we're not trying to separate one from the other or create entirely new things from them. So when you're creating songs, would you say there's sort of a particular formula that you always follow? Does it fit one particular genre? So we've always tried to model our stuff on shoegaze, but recently we've gone a lot heavier. We've done straight-up punk songs. Um, It all kind of just depends on what we're listening to at the time, uh, what we're feeling. There's definitely times when we've... Well, in fact, we actually made a shirt saying uh, not really a shoegaze band (laughs) because I don't think we've, like, as much as we've always tried to, we've never fitted into that scene. Uh, We've never got, like, the approval from people who I know who are into other genres, but, you know, like a handful of shoegaze bands. And it's just, it kind of makes it a bit redundant sometimes to have that label because it constricts. And also when we don't, you know, sound like My Bloody Valentine or any of the typical shoegazing bands we kind of just combine shoegaze with punk and i guess it's a bit of a tried formula at this point but there's definitely sounds we revisit and go back to we don't ever entirely write things off but it's just a way of making sure that it doesn't get stale basically okay so for those listeners that don't know what shoegaze is could you just quickly summarize it so shoegazing is actually shoegaze or shoegazing was actually an insult for slow dive uh, when an enemy reviewer saw them because basically he was like I don't understand this they're all like staring at their fucking shoes and not actually interacting with the audience but the idea of shoegazing is that it's not that too dissimilar from psych rock and noise rock and things like that but the idea of having a wall of sound and concentrating more on the instrumentals and how the vocals sort of blend in as like an ornament to the instrumentals as opposed to necessarily becoming you know the main driving force a lot of reverb and whammy bars and basically you know pitch shifting drone elements in there as well so you know it covers a lot of different grounds but the one that it's most predominantly for is the indian punk basically Fair enough. Are there any examples of shoegaze bands that you would probably put forward to those listeners that don't know what shoegaze is? Sure. So for the more indie-centric things, so like it's kind of in tandem with uh, Britpop in the 90s. You've got Ride, My Bloody Valentine, Slow Dive, Chapter House and things like that. But for the sort of sound that Night Swimming has tried to do for the last few years, we sound more like bands like Nothing and Title Fight and, you know, these modern American and sometimes UK punk bands that have got more shoegazing elements into them. It doesn't necessarily mean it's like a, you know, a slow, decadent wall of sound. Those sorts of bands do focus more on the energy of the audience and, you know, stage diving and all that sort of energy as opposed to other shoegazing bands where it's more like, you kind of just stand there and close your eyes and let everything take over. A friend once described shoegazing to me as basically being like, oh, it's what all music would sound like if you were stoned 24-7, if it was like normal rock music. And I think that probably encapsulates it quite well, because even if you're not a drug user, it has that sort of ethereal 
escapism to it that you would have in a lot of other forms of media, basically. So we've just listened to Tusk. Can you tell us sort of the origins of the song? So Tusk was written just after I finished uni and I was doing all these like shitty unpaid internships and had to go back home. And I remember, I mean, like <laughs> commuting and things like that now, obviously, like aren't that bad because I'm an adult with an actual job, etc. But at that time, I was like, oh my God, this is all life's going to be. And like, I was seeing all these businessmen coming back from commutes and they all look miserable. And I was like, oh, that's like what I have to look forward to. Kind of so it's sort of your existential it. crisis, if you will. Yeah, I think looking back on it, it's probably, it's like I was going through a dark period through that, so I can't have too critical for, be, for being like, oh, it's really melodramatic, but like out of a lot of the listening songs, that's probably the cringiest one out of them. I don't know, it's, it's probably my favourite personally that I've listened to. Uh, we have got Nick in the studio, and uh, his favourite would be TV. Oh, okay, so that's interesting, because you both like the slowest, because those are more what the 90s uh, shoegazing band I was talking about sound like. Um, so that's really interesting, actually. I yeah. quite like the solo in Tusk, sort of that, like you said, like the whammy bari guitar sort of sound. Yeah, oh, um, we actually tend to play that a I can't remember if Lewis actually still plays that lead bit or not, but yeah, it does sound really good on record. That EP in general, um, I think we weren't particularly happy with the final product of the recording of it, and there were other issues around it. So, like, we still play a lot of those songs live, but we don't really consider it as part of the discography compared to the first EP and the other stuff that we put out since. But I think if you, I was talking to someone about Night Swimming, I would probably automatically go to that sort of EP. Because I think it was where you first, well, listening back to all your discography, I think it's where the sound sort of started to evolve. Obviously, I know you as a band because I've seen you prior to releasing that. But I think that's when you can see the following sort of releases are all sort of based around that sort of sound. Yeah, I mean... Don't get me wrong. Like we we made some songs out of it, and that's where we kind of started evolving everything. As you said, we incorporated a lot more post rock elements. Like that year, particularly, I remember going to see like explosions in the sky and this live and things like that. And that definitely, we wanted to do more of like a straight up accessible kind of atmosphere as opposed to you know an alienating shoegazing kind of thing. And yeah, like it's cool because I think if we hadn't done that, we would have stuck to doing a lot of the same stuff. Now, the two songs that we're releasing really soon, like neither of them are shoegaze at all. Like one's a pop song, and the other one's basically like bordering hardcore. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if you could describe Night Swimming in three words, what three words would you use? Very fucking sad. <laughs> I mean, those are some good words. Um, <laughs> why um okay maybe not so much with every single lyric but in terms of the mood and the way that i kind of spent a lot unashamedly and without a filter with a lot of my songwriting i suppose that 
it's kind of taking solace in that being a thing. It's not meant to fetishize it, and it's not meant to be like, you know, something that's exceptionally deep, but it's just sort of like, hey, like, we know, like, what feeling shit is like, and it's kind of having a catharsis through that and having, because, like, in fact, the the name Night Swimming, uh, you know, it's, it's like a reference to Jeff Buckley, but it's also a reference to how, like, people in general do drown from night swimming. So it's the idea of having this, like, innocent, serene activity, and then there's, like, darker consequences underneath. So, yeah. So would you say that your mental health affects the songwriting process? I wouldn't say it comes two and two. Um, although you might be onto something, because we definitely write our most angrier songs when we're all having a bad time, but it's not, like, necessarily personally for me. Like, when we have practices and meet up and stuff, that energy's kind of channeled together, so... So it's more attractive. Yeah, and if, like, you know, more than one person's down, it's probably going to affect the rest of us. Otherwise, it would just kind of be awkward. So, you know, you have to channel it and see what's happening at the time. So what's next for Night Swimming, then, as a band? Where do you go? We ideally want to do an LP this year, but mostly we just want to be able to have well, get our music out there as much as we can, um, possibly be able to, you know, do a longer tours than we've done before. Which, to be honest, like, we did three days of a weekend last year. And even though we have, you know, we went to Berlin and we're going back to Berlin again um, this year, it's just, like, it's not consistent. And what I want to do is to be able to streamline it more so it's, you know, we sort of gain exposure organically and we don't have to just spread ourselves thin basically um but in terms of immediate plans uh we have a split with safer spaces it's actually their final release because they're breaking up so they have a song called staying in our song is called art um that's out this friday um which you can find on Bandcamp and spotify hopefully um We've done a lot of this last minute, so um, probably have to bear with us with a few things. But yeah, at least that EP will be up there. And then we have a song called Creep, which is coming out um, May 29th, when we go and play Crywank's last ever show in Germany. Um, So yeah, that's a thing. (laughs) So you've mentioned, Um, obviously, your SoundCloud and your Bandcamp. But where can people sort of find that? What is the link for that? Band camp is just night swimming shoegaze, one word. Um, there's a channel called Chill Wave, which basically has all of our stuff on there, and there's loads of other great bands you should check out on that label as well. Um, and then Spotify is just night swimming, is two separate words. So, yeah. Thank you for coming on the show, Ashvin. We're trying something new just for today. We're going to get you to pick the last song. Which is your pick and why? So I selected Ghost because it's the first song that we ever wrote together as a band and we still enjoy playing it live and it's a fan favourite. So um, if you want to listen to our discography from the beginning, Ghost is a good place to start. Okay, that's perfect. And uh, when you're ready, if you'd like to introduce it. Hey, I'm Ashwin Vandari of Night Swimming and coming up next is our track Ghosts.
You're listening to Burst, Bournemouth Internet Radio Station.